Welcome to the Millennial Soul Food Podcast. Episode 17 with tarot reader, conjurer, and herbalist, Stone Bastet. I'm your host, Keyonce. Enjoy. What's up, what's up? It's your girl, Kiyonce. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what's up? I am a spiritual life and business coach, tarot reader, cultural sociologist, and hoodoo mystic based in New Orleans. And we are on episode 17 today. Wow, time is flying by. Um... So I just wanted to get some things in before we talk about, before we get into the interview with Stone Bastet. So if you are interested in donating, you know, I love the donations. They keep me going. They keep me, they help me keep my vessel going so that I can keep channeling these messages from spirit for y'all. Um, well, I mean, it's going to happen, period. But if you want to support, my Venmo is at K-E-O-N-D-I-L-L-O-N. My PayPal is... Um, email address k-e-o-n-d-i-l-l-o-n at gmail.com and then my cash app is dollar sign capital e-l-d-r-a so venmo is at k-e-o-n dash d-i-l-l-o-n paypal is email my personal email k-e-o-n-d-i-l-l-o-n at gmail.com and my cash app is dollar sign capital e l d r a and also if you're interested if you have any spiritual products or any kind of spiritual thing that you sell um let me know if you're interested in being a sponsor for a show and we can definitely work something out um i'm definitely looking to expand and just um involve more of the community so just let me know you know send me an email to millennial soul food um, at gmail.com And so today, I'm so excited for this interview. We have um, Stone Bastet on the show, and this is how she describes herself. She says, I am a spiritual healer. I use divination, herbs, and most importantly, the assistance of my ancestors and spiritual court to simultaneously heal y'all while I'm healing myself. I'm a tarot reader who will read you down and for filth, but with love. So um, that's a little bit about Stone Bastet. We get into a variety of topics. Um, she's a mom who practices hoodoo. She's a writer, does tarot, makes oils, makes herbal smoke blends, makes herbal baths. So she just does, a, does it all. Um, so tune into the interview. And um, thank you so much for your support. We're continuing to grow over here. Yes. Sending you blessings and um, enjoy the interview. Starting now. Welcome to the show. So today we have Stone Bastet, a tarot reader. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am so good. Thank you so much for coming onto the show. I love having like other black readers on. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Oh shit, it is 420. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh snap. 
Okay, so we're already setting this right. We're starting at the right time. So, um, how did you start? So, you are a tarot reader, and you make oils, and um, what else do you do? I make um, spiritual baths and herbal smoke blends. Um, I just recently made this um, uh, kind of like my own blend of a pumpkin seed oil with um, pump, or, uh, sunflowers and like a bunch of other herbs because like I'm part of the Itty Bitty City Committee and I breastfeed and oh, wow. you know I'm gonna be real real I'm a little <laughs> yes like I, I you know what I know there are a lot of moms that are breastfeeding and like it's something that we go through so I made some shit to help even me out because I heard that it firms and tightens and in some cases it you know makes you a little bit bigger and then so I said, all right, let me go add some other herbs to that shit. And so let's talk about, is, you know, sunflower, it's a blossom. So you, anyway. you, you can't say that and just not give us the tea on it. Cause a lot of my, my um, listeners are, are women. So women identified. So what exactly, so what did you mean? Even you out, like even out your, the size or what? Yes, yes, yes. Um, so like, my daughter she would get comfortable with one side and the other side like basically dried up so it went to the size that it was before um i like got pregnant and so wow. now like, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> like um most women will call their their boobs sisters like these bitches aren't even sisters they're definitely like <laughs> three times removed like um Damn, well, so you've been doing basically hoodoo for the tetas. That's what yeah. they are in Spanish. So that that's amazing. I love that. And so um, what other kinds of oils do you did you say you make? Um, well, I made a, a really a bunch of them. So I'm a writer. I, you know, I write poetry. I'm actually writing a book right now. And Whoa. I this whole time that I've been like getting involved in hoodoo, I have never seen any oils that, um, you know, helped with like writer's block or like hmm. to increase creativity so i made two of them <laughs> wow so you're channeling the spirit of creativity into these orals exactly yes i made an oil that's specific for you know breaking down your writer's block and helping you to sound eloquent and to help you to come up with innovative ideas and then i have another one that's specific for helping you to be creative so that's for you know dancers visionaries you know anybody I love um, that. I made a, a high John oil. Um, <laughs> I have a ton of stuff, <laughs> but I'm sort of like uh, cutting down the amount of oils that I'm doing now because I'm sort of starting to focus more on astrology and tarot. That's amazing. So for the people out there who don't really understand oils, like in hoodoo, um, you can infuse different materials with um, intentions and then um, even spiritual essences so that is um, essentially what um, she's talking about. Your pronouns are she, right? Yes. Okay. Um, so <laughs> that's really cool. I really think oils are something like, I always buy my oils from other people because I just, I haven't really gotten into making those or anything like that. But um, definitely I have received some oils from people. And she, there's actually this uh, really old, it was, it's like a, it was a pretty popular botanica here in New Orleans, FNF botanica. And they, they were like, well, so well known for their, um, oils and stuff like that. 
So, what exactly you said you're process you're writing a book? Yes. <laughs> so what what's what's going on with that? What's the tea? Um, well, that's not hoodoo related at all. I I've been well, okay, so I'm a Virgo sun and a Virgo moon. Um in the ninth house <laughs> for both of those. Wow. Um, and so, you know, I've been writing, I've been reading and writing all of my life, but um this book that I'm specifically writing, I started it uh, when I was like 13 years old, and it has eclipsed as I have grown up into, you know, an adult. And so now it's totally something different. But I'm almost done with it. This shit's gonna be published this year. Well, okay, I'm not even gonna speculate. It, it will be published. It this year. will. So mote it be. Ashe, ashe, ashe. Ashe. I love that. So what? what's the subject exactly? Or, or do you want to just keep it under wraps? No, okay, so it is about this um, this woman living in New York City, and she is coming to the terms of um, the fact that her relationship is actually a toxic relationship. It's an abusive relationship. And, um, you know, right as she really makes the decision to do something about that, her boyfriend proposes to her. So, you know, oh, she's sort of dealing shit. with um, a, a, a mental tug of war of sorts. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, you know, we meet a lot of characters that are in her life and we're basically, um, going through her life as she decides what's to, what to do. <laughs> Dang. I love that. Multi-talented novelist, tarot reader, oil maker, conjurer. Yes. Thank you. So how did you, how did you learn about hoodoo first or how was it, uh, how, how, how has it been in your life or involved in your life? Well, I guess I should start with, um, how I started reading tarot because it's really all it, I don't know how to tell a linear story um, yes just give <laughs> us all of it so when I was living in New York City I was a dog walker and I would walk in the city all the time in Manhattan and I don't know if you've ever been there but usually they have tarot readers that are like on the side of the street and oh, I would yeah. go in there um every once in a while while I was on my break and I would get a reading and I think I had only ever gotten like two and both of them were like super accurate and I was like okay well this is fucking cool and yeah. then um I ended up getting uh, some tattoos and my tattoo artist was also a tarot reader so she would read my cards after she did my tattoos what? And, yeah <laughs> and you're on yeah. the adrenaline high and you're like oh my god yes <laughs> <laughs> and so um you know, when I moved to California, I was um, coming home from work one day and I saw that there was a tarot reader and I hadn't had my cards read the whole time that I was living there. And like things were looking kind of kind of weird. So I was like, you know what? Let me get my cards read. Mm-hmm. So I go in there and she's talking to me and she's telling me this, that and the third. And I was like, oh, my God, girl. Yes. And then she was like, OK, so time for payment. And I was like, oh, OK, how much is it? And she goes, how much do you have? And I said, oh, well, oh. <laughs> I have ninety one dollars, but that's for my groceries. And she goes, let me see. And she held her hand out and I gave her all the money and she like blessed it i don't know what the fuck she did she like took it and passed it over my hand and then she put it in her pocket she goes okay thank you it was nice to see you <laughs> i was like oh uh oh 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 okay so oh okay <laughs> wow so i was like all right so i went to so like i think on like my day off i was walking around um 
where was I? Like, um, North Park. And I found this um, a bookstore, bookstore called Verbatim Bookstore. And I went in there, and I had seen a bunch of tarot decks before, and I was like, nah, I don't know shit about them. But after that, I was like, I'm going in there. I'm getting myself a tarot deck. And so I did. And I started teaching myself, and I started doing readings for my friends, and they were like, oh, my God. Yeah, is this accurate? And I was like, oh, shit. So then, you know, um, I started looking on Tumblr, and um, I love Tumblr. Tumblr is my shit. <laughs> um, I started looking on Tumblr and I was seeing a bunch of stuff about like Wicca and witchcraft because, you know, I was trying to get the meanings of cards that weren't on Google. Mm-hmm. I started seeing more about hoodoo and voodoo and I was like, well, what the fuck is the difference? I started learning more and I was like, oh, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. What is this? Yay. And then I started learning about curses, and I was like, oh, you know what? There's a person I need to handle. And so I did that. And then I needed some money, and I was like, wait, I could do that too? And the money just started coming in, and I was like, oh, oh, I'm doing shit. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) I'm making, I'm securing the bag. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm handling my business. I'm securing the bag, and so, you know, I ended up moving back to New York City, or um, moving back to New York, and I got pregnant (laughs) a month after we moved back. Wow. So, they started, like, really taking tarot seriously, and then I started doing more spell work, and, well, here I am. (laughs) That's amazing. So, do you do, like, personal readings for yourself? What is, like, um, because I know some people, like, I guess I go through stages, or... Um, but what's you, how do you do, do you do like, what do you do? Yeah. So, um, I definitely read for myself. It was very hard initially to, um, read for myself, but I didn't have anybody else to do it. So I had to do it for myself. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, I think maybe like, right, like probably like in the middle of my pregnancy, cause the, the first, um, six months, I think I was like, uh, re- relatively depressed, um, mm. so I wasn't really doing much of anything besides, like, watching, like, true crime documentaries and eating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was it, like, the hormones and stuff, or what was going on? Oh, no, it was it was definitely the hormones, because besides that, you know, like, I had a really great pregnancy. Yeah. Um, but I, I do, I, I did stop reading for myself a little bit, and then I ended up um, starting again, and, um, and, yeah, I mean, I, I do read for myself, but sometimes I do have to get checked and have my my edges laid by other readers. <laughs> oh my god, that was so fun in the um, live yesterday. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. So what was like your like process for um, learning the different cards and stuff? Because it, it's kind of overwhelming, you know? Oh, yeah, it really is. So, um, first of all, when I first started reading, I had, um, what was this, um, like, medieval deck or Mm -hmm. some shit? I don't know. I gave it away. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) But it was my first deck. It was this really, really big deck, and it had a bunch of meanings inside of the deck. But I don't think that it had reversed meanings. I was like, all right, well, Hmm. now I got to go above and beyond to go find the reverse meanings because I understood that there was a difference between a card being upright and um, being reversed. Mm -hmm. So I started going on Google 
and I was looking at um, Biddy Tarot and Labyrinth. Yes, Biddy Tarot was so integral to like yeah. whenever I first started reading. Oh my God, she has yeah. done a service with that website. She I and mean, they she be reading the hell out, out of you too. You be like, oh God, oh, oh, shit. yeah. Where it's like, oh. Okay, huh? well, shit. I mean, I ain't really <laughs> trying to be red here. I was just pulling a card or two. I know, right? <laughs> you like, I literally did not ask for this. Like, tarot cards are just out. To, they they will just read you for filth. It's like, if you want tender shit, go for the angel deck, you know, the oracle deck. <laughs> right. Get your star seed or, you know, your tree, tree, um, you know, different tree angel deck, mm. but... Don't come for the tarot if you if you're not looking for a good read. Dead ass. They like, don't care if you start crying. You start crying and pull another card. You about to get the ten of swords or some shit because they be like, okay, you asking for more. <laughs> they don't care if you start crying. It's like, listen, like you sat down, you were ready. <laughs> so. And don't call down the spirit. <laughs> shit. Anyway, but um. So what is, so that was, so you just like, um, so how did you say you learned it really exactly? Biddy Tarot, Labyrinthos. Um, just and reading, then for yeah. like reverse meanings, I just recently started using um, the Tarot Guide. Oh, um, I've never heard of that. It, it's actually really good. It's, um, it's much more it. um, specific than Biddy Tarot because it oh. gives you a general love, finance, health, and spiritual meanings. Oh, it looks cool. Is it the purple website? Yes. Wow, this looks great. Tarot resource for all my girls out there. This the it's the um the taroguide.com and um yeah, I'm looking at it right now. This is cool. They have upright. Oh, yeah. This is great. And it has different what met um ways that it can apply. So like love and relationship, money, health, spirituality. This is great. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? Like, I have been reading since 2018. It's 2020. You know, like, I, I'm, I, I don't know. It's kind of, I don't know if it's like imposter syndrome. I'm not. I don't know that I call myself professional, but I, I know what the fuck I'm doing. You but can like, call yourself a professional. Okay. I mean, I don't you're know. getting like, coin I do, from I it. I do and I don't sometimes. But all right, fuck it. Like. <laughs> But, like, sometimes I still need to look up the meanings of the cards. And, like, that was one of the things I actually wanted to say, like, because, you know, your your podcast reaches a variety of people, and some of them are new in their tarot journey. And it is really um, overwhelming, and I think, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it, it's, it's just overwhelming, and I think right now it's sort of a trend to, like, watch YouTube videos of, you know, tarot readings and things like that. And it, it's like, damn, you see that person and they, they pull a card and they automatically know what that means. And like, even me now, you know, I look at it and I'm like, damn, like, I want to be like that. But it's like, I am like that. You know what I mean? Like, if yeah. you're getting into tarot, there's a reason for it. And you can't doubt yourself if you pull a card and you aren't sure what it means. Like, look it up, save it in your memory bank, and then access it again when you need it. <laughs> Especially those queens and pages. Um... The, you know, the page card and all that kind of stuff. It's like, what in the world? Um, yeah, I definitely would refer to stuff online. Um, and for instance, like, 
yeah, you just have to have your companion and then do the reading and study and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's really cool that tarot is so mainstream now because when I was learning tarot, which was like, <laughs> I sound like a dinosaur. I'm kidding. I'm not going to say, talk like, I'm not going to act like I'm like super old. But I, I learned tarot in 2007 when I was in college and we didn't have like YouTube videos or anything like that. And I think it's so cool that there, um, like, there are, like, so many tutorials, like, you know, to learn tarot. And I think that we need all the readers on deck, you know, because um, it's like, <laughs> we, everybody needs something. Every reader offers something, like, different and, like, you know, a different service and stuff like that. So I'm here exactly. for it. Yeah, like, I don't see it's a trend in a bad way. I think it's a good thing. You know, like, that's why I was using so many different websites to mm-hmm. figure out the meaning of what the hanged man is, because it means a, a plethora of things. And Biddy Tarot thinks of it one way, but Tarot Guide may see it another way. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? So, and e- you and I may look at the Page of Cups differently. You know, it's... it's I look at it differently in every reading, yeah. Exactly. It's It's different for every person. So, like... Listen, it's it's so integral. I love it. <laughs> it's your me. It's your means to access the information. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, why do you call yourself the stoned Bastet? Okay. All right. Well, I mean, I am a stoner. I am. Hi. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. I blow down. Um, <laughs> my grandmother's probably gonna listen to this. Sorry, grandma. <laughs> whatever um but yeah i i am a pothead i've been smoking like i don't know years anyway i love cats um but specifically bastet so i have been interested in egyptian culture all of my life like like it just i don't know what it is like i literally like one of my emails is like egyptian goddess something wow (laughs) i still use that email to this day (laughs) (laughs) but like I've always been interested in Egyptian culture, and when I found out that, like, Egyptians, I don't know if, so, I'm, I'm still sort of, like, unsure if they worshipped them. They definitely held a high regard for cats. I was just like, Sacred. oh, really my niggas. Hey! <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so, um, you know, I ended up, uh, I wanted a, the, the person that did my, um, my tattoos um you know she ended up doing my uh, i had five of them and she did my hamsa first but then i think the next one was um bastet i have a, a tattoo of bastet on my arm because i wanted a cat but i wanted it to be like something that was very meaningful to me mm-hmm. and you know i've always loved egyptian culture so i got <laughs> bastet because she's a black cat so wow um, that's so cool I'm sorry. that's so cool yes um so Bastet is the Egyptian goddess of war, childbirth, fertility, um, protection of the home of women. And, you know, I, I'm going to be straight real. Like, I have researched all of my tattoos, but I really got Bastet because she was a black cat. But when I, you know, did some more research and I found out that was what she was about, I was like, fuck yeah. Like, that's what the fuck I'm about. Hell, oh, What? <laughs> Yeah, and so, you know, Stone Bastet was my um, Tumblr name, it still is, you know, if anybody's on Tumblr, y'all can follow me, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, that's what I was using on um, 
I was using Tay's uh, intuitive readings on Instagram when I first started, uh-huh. and I was like, "That's hella wordy. I don't like that. I don't like I, like." So I was like, "You know what? I don't know anybody that has the name Bastet or Stoned or any of this kind of conglomeration." So I did it for myself, and so here I am. I love it. I actually, um, whenever I did, this was a shamanic trip. Um, it was DMT. Um, I had a past life regression as a black cat. So that's so interesting. I mean, I I definitely do have a lot of feline energy, so I love it. I love that. I mean, and that's, that's... Another thing that, like, I've thought of, you know, like, I've always believed that in a past life I was a cat, and in another past life I was a tree. Like, yes, I well, you know, I have a tat- man under the tree tattooed on me. I feel like, mm-hmm. especially the older souls, were definitely trees. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, I just something about trees, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and you know, I moved to California when I was 20. 23 20 yeah 22 and mm-hmm. no i think i was 23 when we moved um and i had only visited california before when we lived there i never got a chance to go to the sequoia forest but oh. it was always my dream to go there and i will eventually but i don't know if you've ever seen those trees but like the baby ones are like 60 foot wide wow like they're very, very big trees. They are like they're, I think one of the biggest species of trees in the world. Yeah, I've de- I've looked, I've seen them on Google. I've never seen them in real life before. Oh my god, they're so beautiful. That's definitely goals. Um, I feel like that would be kind of scary to look at. Uh, certainly overwhelming, but like in like the best way possible. It's like you are surrounded by earth and nature, in. Like, uh, trees are so amazing. Yes. Wow, I love the trees here in New Orleans, the oak trees. Mm, I bet I I've never been, and you know what? It sounds like we're gonna go on a tour. <laughs> yes, that'd be fun. MSF tour. <laughs> Who knows though? COVID. I don't know. People need oh, to I mean, I mean, later, later on, when, you know, and whatever, uh, however they're going to be doing it in the future. Mm, people need to stay away. away. I, need, I need to actually see the trees and touch them. Oh, so you wanted to tell us a little bit about um, your tattoos? What what exactly is the spiritual significance of those? Right. So my friend um, Alex, uh, she lives in, in the Bronx. She was the one who um, was doing my tattoos and also reading tarot for me. Um, the first one, the first tattoo that I got is actually a heart, um, with an infinity sign in it. And that one I got, you know, just randomly on like a first date somewhere, but, um, oh, random with first date. Sign. What? Yes. I'm sorry. A random first date. Oh, yeah. See, <laughs> you got a tattoo on a first date. Please tell me more about that. Oh yeah. I mean, like that dude's actually a piece of shit, but, um, I, it was our first date and I had wanted to get a tattoo um for a really long time because he he was covered in tattoos he had a tattoo on his neck and like tattoos all over his arms i was 19 i think at the time so i was like you know what like i'm gonna do it and so you was a bad girl (laughs) we were just walking around and i found this tattoo shop and i was like can i schedule an appointment 
And they were like, yeah. And so I, I just, <laughs> I got a tattoo that first that, on our first date. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, like, I'm, like, really spontaneous and shit. Like, it makes no sense. <laughs> That's the Sagittarius <laughs> rising, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I have that one. Then I have Bastet. Then I have a Hamsa. Um, and a uh, sunflower with the believe in the stem. And then I have a, um, an arrow. So the heart with the um, infinity in it, like when I first got it, I made the joke. I was like, oh, this is just some average white girl tattoo. But like, <laughs> as, long as, <laughs> as long as I've been alive, I've always been such a loving person. And I believe like, you know, you have to give love in order to receive love. And it that's exactly what this is. Like love is ever-changing and ever-growing and you always have to it ha- it's love is reciprocal love does not is not one-sided exactly um, and then, you know bastet obviously i i got her um and then this hamsa it has uh an evil eye in it and the hamsa is um a symbol of protection against the evil eye um, and you know, I really just thought it was beautiful then, but now it's like, even, especially now being a spiritual worker, it's like, there are so many people that really be rubbing shoulders with you, but like, Ooh. Don't fuck with you. you gotta and, keep you and you got the permanent protection and I got the permanent protection. So believe me, I'm always in the know. I'm always Period. in the know. And then I got a sunflower. I got a sunflower that says believe in the stem. And this is really the beginning. Um, Bastet and the sunflower are both the beginning of two sleeves that I want to start um, on my leg. It's going to be the star, um, sun uh, flowers and um, the solar system. And on my arm, I think it's going to be like other animals. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. But the sunflower, it means so much to me. Like the color yellow, like. With my skin being as dark as it is, it's not that dark, but, you know, me being a brown-skinned woman wearing something that makes me look even more effervescent. Yes. Making my, making my skin look as melanated as it is. That I, I old shoe color. On me. It's, it's, a, it's a true indication of happiness. and Brown skin girl. Skin exactly. just like her. Exactly. <laughs> ah! I love I love seeing yellow on like dark skin. Anytime I wear yellow, people are like, "Ooh!" I'm like, "You know, it's because that melanin is popping." Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's that's all it is. Period. I remember growing up though, because I I mean I did have some colorist experiences. Like if you if I wore yellow or like a really dark person wore yellow. It was like um, people would make fun because it's like, because it's, I mean, it's a beautiful thing. But, you know, honestly, kids are mean as hell. Kids are so evil and they learn from their parents who are usually full of it. And then it's and I'm not saying every parent is responsible for the way their kids turn out and stuff. But then it's like they get jealous because they Mm -hmm. see you looking good. So all they can think of is something negative to say. Mm-hmm. I went. Th- I I obviously went through a lot of bullying when I was in high school, but I went through a lot of bullying. But I also I talked a lot of shit. So that's just <laughs> that's just how you know I did. I mean, you know, I I still grapple with like you know depression and stuff like that. Like not as bad as some people do, but 
I was I was sad, but also I would like curse you out. You know what I mean? And if you it mm-hmm. fight, but I was I didn't fight a whole lot, but because people didn't really go there because they knew I was <laughs> on the. Uh, yeah, and also the administration. Like I guess people knew I was like gay, but they I don't know. I was I was just there to do my business. You know what I mean? And that's usually how it goes. The people that are really minding their fucking business are the ones that get bullied. Like, I would get bullied all the time. Like, I have braids right now, but I used to have short hair. Um, and in high school, like, like it's not something that I don't I, I mean, I don't know. I've been out of high school for 10 years now, so I don't really know what kind of rumors are really going around. But I definitely <laughs> know that I'm called a lesbian at some, at, at some point. Hmm. Um, and it's like, I, I don't know. Like, it, it, that's such a basic anyway and then when i was younger because i'm really small i'm 410 um wow. i used to get bullied a lot just because i was small i was small and i had big teeth <laughs> and it's just kind of like you're just growing into yourself like shit. literally like I, like damn <laughs> it's horrible wow well um thank you so much for talking about that was there did you have any other other subjects you wanted to talk about no, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, tell us a little bit about how you make your oils. So, I am, like, hella particular about how I do it. But, um, you know, since I've been learning about astrology, um, what I do is, so we are talking about Cunningham's book... Um, and since I am the book queen, let me go ahead and start talking about them. So Encyclopedia yeah. of Magical Herbs. Um, mm-hmm. So I use this book. I also use, um, um, damn, what's it called? I don't, my daughter is still asleep. I can't go in the room. Um, but there, I, I basically, I use these books and I, I determine. So, okay, so for Wordsmith. Mm-hmm. I um, look for uh, herbs that are going to be good for making you eloquent, um, herbs that are going to give you clarity, uh, herbs that give you good ideas. And um, because it's a it's an oil for writing, um, Mercury rules Wednesdays, so I would make that oil on a Wednesday. Um, oh, okay. And depending on, um, you know, what the astrology of the day is i would um keep in mind you know uh i don't know like if it's during mercury retrograde that probably wouldn't be a good time to make that oil. <laughs> Nuh-uh. you know what i mean but like say if i'm making a love oil if the moon is in libra that's a really good time to do it yeah you know? i like that you do the days too that's really cool Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really like the full moons and the new moons are like my bitch. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, yo, so tell me why. Actually, no, nah, I can't talk about it. Fuck the feds. So. <laughs> I ain't say it, y'all. I did not say that. She said it. I, I can't say did not say that. <laughs> um, I, when I was like my first on your podcast, I, I listened to them from start to it's like from start to beginning, but I can't remember which one it was that you talked about. You were doing um, mushrooms during the full moon and you took a spiritual bath. So I was like, bitch, <laughs> watch me. So I did it. <laughs> yes. Yo, so I have some shrooms. I'm doing them tomorrow. I'm about to get so fucking weird. It's going to be a full moon and I'm taking a spiritual bath and I'm going to yoni steam. How about that? You're about to do a shamanic 
um, voyage. So what is like the most frequent question that you get um, during readings from from clients? Jeez. Uh, you know, I get a lot of love readings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, <clears throat> and I don't mind so much, but it's like, uh, you know, it, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how to word it. I get a lot of, I get a lot of readings about love, mainly about like, how to fix a relationship, what's really going on, you know, like, is this person the one for me? And I don't know, I don't love it. (laughs) (laughs) I really don't, because a lot of those times, like, you know, I'm having a, I can't tell you how many times I've done a reading for somebody that knows damn well they're not supposed to be with this person, and I tell them, uh, like, because when you get a reading with me, I'm going to tell you how I feel, because I just, that's just, I don't know how not to tell you, but I'm also mm-hmm. going to preface that with a tarot reading and I'm going to let spirit speak for itself. But I'm also going to tell you, cause I'm that mom friend. Yo, what the fuck are you doing? Hmm. You know what I mean? So like it, it's, it's frustrating because this person comes to me and they're paying me money for me to, <laughs> you know, a, a sort of reprimand them about who they're with. And then they don't take that advice. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Like, I'm not even going to front. I've been there. I I have been in that situation. But I think um, after having gotten out of that situation and um, becoming the spiritual person that I am now, I have a lot more respect for myself. So I respect myself and my time and my energy. So doing those readings is so strenuous because it's like, are you really going to take what I'm telling you to heart or are we just talking? You know what I mean? Exactly. So then, um, because um, I don't even like, I don't really even like doing spell work for people to get like a specific person because it's kind of you just never really know what you are getting, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, but yeah, the love readings, they're kind of difficult. Those are, I've thought about putting on my site before, like, no love readings. <laughs> Uh, that's such a Capricorn thing to say. You're like hella Virgo too. Yeah. So you get I, it. You know, and I, I, I don't know if you saw the post that I put on my page, but I was basically like, you know, if you come to me for a love reading, you need to understand that like what I'm telling you is what spirit and your ancestors are telling you. So, you know, you you either heed that advice and come back to me next time with some with something productive or I can't do a reading for you anymore. Hmm. Or if you do want a reading, I'm going to do a reading on that situation, but believe that I'm going to reiterate and pull some cards to tell you how to love on yourself and what you should be doing that is productive. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, it's, so you got to heed the, heed the advice. Yeah. Yeah. Heed the warning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So where do you live right now? I live in upstate New York. Oh, wow. Um, what is so it like I'm there? Like an hour from Canada. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you get any, like, do you, do you, like, pick your um, stuff for your oils from up there or what? Do you know, or what? Um, so I've actually, there's a botanica here that I go to. 
Um, and that's, it's called Obatala and Shango. Um, but the one I also order online, or at least I started to, um, once COVID hit and that one's called Tame the Spirit on Etsy. T-A-M as in Marshall. E. Oh, <laughs> that's what's up. So do you, would you consider yourself like a spiritualist or, or what? Yes, for sure. Um, you know, I, I, there's a lot of things it's, you know, there's a lot of things that I do that are all in this spiritual realm. So it's, it's hard to call myself just one thing. I am a tarot reader, but I'm also a conjurer and, you know, I'm an aspiring herbalist. So, you know, there is a lot of things, (laughs) you know, it it depends on who I'm talking to. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Do you, there's, I know there's different debates on it. I don't really know exactly, but do you feel like there's a difference between like conjurer and like root worker and all that kind of stuff? Um, I think, so I, I guess my understanding of what a conjurer and a root worker is, is like, um, a conjurer, uh, works with spirits, mm-hmm. and, um, a root worker works with herbs, but, um, I mean, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but as a root worker, you're sort of like conjuring up the spirit of your ancestors mm-hmm. when you're into the herbs. So it's, it, tomato tomato (laughs) yeah that makes that makes total sense to me that's kind of how i would see it definitely too um i guess that's kind of why conjure has more of like a quote-unquote evil connotation or something but um it's just like there's spirits so well that's really cool so do you i know i remember like i feel like on ig yesterday like I don't know. I love getting on IG and being kind of messy. Like, do you, because people were like, do you believe in possessions? So do you, like, what do you think about, like, spirits and stuff? Like, because I know I like to be seeing, you know, you just feel certain stuff, but what what do you think? Um, so I'm like, I'm kind of scary, to be honest. Like, I, I don't Let's like that in. shit. Let's I don't, don't want to be seeing, seeing spirits, like, in the corner of my eyes or, like, in the mirror or shit like that. Like, I, I run when I turn the light off. So, um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I talk to my ancestors and that, that's about it. So, like, it, when it comes to possession, like, I, I definitely believe in it. And that's the kind of shit that I respect. But um, I'm not trying to get wrapped up in that yet. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you're right. That was so fun. Yeah, people are saying some very interesting stuff about knowing people that have been possessed and all this kind of stuff. So I'm like, wow. What did you find? Um, well, they were saying, like, well, for me, I have, like, I, f- I mean, I feel like I've felt inner, like, spirits on people, oh. but it's, like, feeling, like, lower, I don't want to say lower vibrations, but it's a particular, like, frequency, and mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes I, I feel like I can, like, feel, like, generational curses on people's families. Because sometimes, I think this is kind of something I learned from my grandmother before she passed away, like, learning about her life. Like, you can have, like, two people in a family, and they, they, like, you know, grow up part of the way, and then split off, and both have different experiences. And, you know, sometimes experiences lead to that person being, like, you know, I, I wouldn't say cursed necessarily, but in situations that don't benefit the family down the line and it messes up the whole family line, you know? Yeah, I believe that 100%. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, um, you, I feel like that's it's kind of a particular like energy on some people. Well, not like you know, I not have like, not totally been privy to that, but um, there, I, I, I definitely understand and can, um, can feel when. Um, I don't know. I guess I definitely feel people's energies, but I wouldn't say that I can sense generational curses. But um, I mean, I, I don't be picking it out like that. But you. Know. <laughs> What is exactly is in the future for you? I know that you have a um, Patreon. What what <laughs> yes. are your different tiers and um, stuff? Well, you know that's sort of like my focus right now. I've <clears throat> I have been you know really uh, focusing on reading tarot more because um, I I didn't really want to take on too many people's energy. I felt like um, I get real sensitive about it about like taking on a lot of people's energy. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, you know, I went on a, like, a small hiatus and then sort of, like, put everything together into the Patreon so that they're, if you want, if you want to get a reading from me, then that's where you can do it. But also, you could book me outside of that, but it's, it's more expensive. <laughs> or, it's, um, how do you, how do you say it? Uh, Excess or less, ex I don't know. Intimate? Well, <laughs> listen, you gotta, you gotta pay me more to meet me directly. <laughs> of <laughs> course, period. <laughs> Um, but right now, I don't know. I'm, I'm focusing on tarot. I'm focusing on Patreon. Um, definitely, um, working on learning more about astrology and I am making the switch from tropical to sidereal. I know a lot of people are doing that right now. Oh, um, tell me more about that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, there's not much, <laughs> I don't know too much yet. I've, I've been learning, but as far as I know right now, I'm a Leo sun and moon and a Sagittarius rising. Um, you know, I, I got sort of where I started with it. I was learning what I could about my personal chart and the people in my family before I could start like talking to other people about it. Cause there's not much that I know. I'm really just sort of absorbing all of the information right now. Hmm. Um, and then I'm, you know, like I said, I'm an aspiring herbalist, so I'm going to be getting into that. You know, I work with herbs right now, but I want to have that, like, title next to my name. I'm an herbalist. <laughs> yes. Have you heard of Scott Cunningham's book? Yes, I have them. Yeah, I, it's, it's actually sitting right next to me. <laughs> it's so... Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm like a real Virgo. I have, like... Um, I want to say over over 200 books like wow um, like I would say I definitely spent about like 350 in the past like couple of months just on books alone oh and I'm sitting here surround I'm surrounded by like 10 different occult books basically yes okay so here we are <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know, I I love reading. I went through this maybe like a few weeks ago. I went through and bought like some more, um, just some books by black authors. Um, yeah. Sticks, Stones, Roots, and Bones. Um, that's by Rose Bird. 365 Days of Hoodoo. Um, mm -hmm. That is another, that's a really good one. These are like really, they're just, they're easy to read because I feel like, um, Sorry, there's a horn going off outside. But yeah, I'm um really trying to like I I hope to one day well, I'm not I don't hope because we aren't using that kind of language. One day I'm going to be writing a book. And so of uh, multiple books. Period. And so I think 2020 is the era for black people especially to be 
really privy to the terms of publishing, you know what I mean? And, like, have our own kinds of institutions for, like, producing um, knowledge, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, we can talk about... Did you see Black is King? Yo, I tried to watch that. It's a fucking conspiracy. Disney was uh, skipping the whole time. Try oh, to watch it. I got five minutes in. Oh, well, I won't spoil too much of it for you, but um, this is, I guess, this is a plug for my other pop- podcast episode. <laughs> but um, I, it, Beyonce, as she has so much capital at this point that she, she can drive, like, the cultural narrative, you know? And so she, yeah. she's, like, retelling our stories as, like, gods, you know what I mean? Like honestly, that's exactly it's that, like that, that was the main thing that I saw um, when I when I saw it. Like that was the main thing when I saw when I like was seeing screenshots of it. Mm-hmm. And like you know what, man, I Beyonce. That I whenever I start talking about her, I forget what else I was even thinking about. I forgot. My birthday is the day after hers. Oh yes, she has hella Libra in her birth chart too. Mm-hmm. I do too. Wow. What were we mm-hmm. talking about before? Anytime I talk about Beyonce, I get emotional. We're talking about Blackest King. And what, how did we get on the Blackest King? Because I just. You, um, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Well, I'm sitting here packing a bowl. Um, <laughs> what were we talking about? We were talking about. Oh, okay. Anyway. Okay. So, marketeering. That's what I was thinking about. Yes. So. But because I just looked at Catherine Ironrod's book, um, she is this white woman who made. She has a lot of hoodoo stuff, but she's from like the Bay California. But um, it's time for us to have our own institutions to create this kind of knowledge, you know. And I think I feel like Beyonce is basically opening. She's helping open the doors, you know what I mean? Like, especially for the tarot readers, it's like black spiritualists to the fucking front. Like, this is a call to action. I'm like, y'all need to, if you have, if you are, have any kind of inkling that you might be intuitive or a reader or spiritual, it's time to jump on the wave, you know, jump on and ride it out. We are in the age of Aquarius. Find your people. Cause that's what I'm mainly trying to do is just find people that I would want to know whenever I'm 50 and whenever I'm living on my compound. Cause best believe I'm a capper. I'm a five placement Capricorn, so you know I'm gonna be pop- I'm popping out right now. But the compound is psh. it's gonna be something. And best believe it's gonna be protected too. Cause I I took Taekwondo for four years, so no, I'm on I'm a guy for okay. shit. You know what I mean? I'm not a prepper yet. You know I don't know how to prep, so I don't know how to. Well, that's that's me. I know how to do that. I can prep. I'm oh, okay. I'm gonna call you. All right. All right. I'll be like, let's go out to the swamps or else shit, come down to Mississippi. I can't tell you how, like, something about, like, hearing that, like, I I don't know, like, I was watching Princess and the Frog, and I'm like, oh, those swamps look so cool. I just want to be, like, knee deep. I don't know about that. It's actually not really, like, I mean, it's, it's... It looks beautiful. It's it's beautiful. It's a kind of, it's a kind of, I guess, like, vibe, too. The, it's like heavy and like it's just a vibe but the bayou is actually really beautiful i'm not even gonna lie 
It wow. looks beautiful. I mean, let, let me retract that about being knee deep because I know that there's crocodiles and shit. And that's yeah, I, that was all. <laughs> I'm like, girl, I don't know if you really want to be like knee deep in the swamps like that. There's a a lot of different types of um, living things in it, you know. Listen, I'm just trying to be in my element. Yeah, don't come down here and get in the crocodile um, pond. <laughs> <laughs> oh. so what what have you what have been some of your main activities during like the quarantine shit i've been reading tarot i've been making book i've been making oils um and i've been writing my book and being a mom <laughs> yes <laughs> That's it. you know what i mean like i wake up at like five in the morning and i'm like all right what's uh time to do stuff time <laughs> So then like I, how um how can people reach you if they're interested in getting a reading? Um so I am available on Patreon mainly. Um but you could hit me directly on um Instagram um because my, I'm I'm working on my uh website right now to fi- figure out the calendar um, cuz it says that I'm like booked a day in advance and I'm not. <laughs> but hmm. um the website works otherwise if you wanted to order oils and things like that but um yeah you can hit me directly on um instagram patreon or twitter or facebook actually too yes and so your patreon is patreon.com stone bastet s-t-o-n-e-d-b-a-s-t-e-t yes yes and then you're stone bastet on instagram too yes stone bastet on instagram um, Stoned Bastet on Twitter, but it's an E instead of a three. Um, and on Facebook, I haven't changed it. I can't change it um, from Tay's Intuitive Readings, but I'm less active on Facebook. So. <laughs> oh, okay. So the Bastet is an e, it's the E. It's a three for the Bastet E. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, okay. Let me let me look at it right now because you know what. There's two E's in there. I just remembered that. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. I think. Uh, Let's see. S-O-N-3-D-B-A-S-T-E-T. Yes. All right, then. Well, uh, was there anything else you wanted to talk about? Um, No. (laughs) I think that was it. Yes. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. Ah! <laughs> and you need to come back. Yes, you have got yes. to. So y'all hit her up for a reading. Hit her up for those oils. Some herbal smoke blends, some spiritual bath. I also do many astrology readings. Oh, wow. And what what kind of... Ancestral guidance. Oh, okay. I'll be, I'll be talking to the ancestors. That's what's up. Well then, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you again. Yes, that was such a great interview. I love her energy. Um, So thank you for listening to the show. Um, Please subscribe. Leave a review. Um, on iTunes, give me give me that five star rating because you know I'm a five star chick over here. Um, leave a review, please leave a review. I will read it out on the episode on one of my episodes um, in the future. Again, if you're interested in donating, 
My Venmo is at K-E-O-N dash D-I-L-L-O-N. PayPal is my personal email address, which is K-E-O-N-D-I-L-L-O-N at gmail.com. And the cash app is dollar sign capital E-L-D-R-A. And if you are interested in sponsoring the show, if you sell any kinds of relevant products, you know what I mean, to the to to the MSF fam, then uh, reach out that millennial soul food um, at gmail.com. And so thank you so much for listening. And I wish y'all the best. Sending y'all love and peace. Bye.